1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand.
0: Hockey! Yeah! yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And it is a one-timer, and it's Zolged and Declan Goff. And dex we debated doing a show after this game, thinking, now, if the Wild gets drugged or something, you know what, people might not care. That's right. Um... Ultimately, though, it was the right call to do this show because let's just start Kirill Kaprizov. Uh The debut was this is why I, I told you, I, I believe it was when we did Judd's hockey show two weeks ago. And I actually wrote a call about this for score in the last couple of days. Uh, and I did not mean this in a negative light, but this is why I said, put the pressure on this kid because he's not a kid. He's 23. He is, he is as far as the sport of hockey goes. Uh, a longtime professional in, in the KHL, he has played uh, in international competitions previously quite a bit and been outstanding. And the guy that we saw who, who you know had what two assists in regulation tonight, and then ultimately scored the game-winning goal in overtime to give the the uh, Wild a four-three victory over the Kings tonight at uh, Staples Center. Ultimately, this guy is going to be electric. He's fantastic. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play like he did tonight in every game. But again, he's 23. He has played in in the second best league in the world for quite a while. um, And he is going to be special. And we saw step one tonight. This is not an 18-year-old kid who comes out of juniors and you're like, dial the pressure down because it might take some time. Um, that this guy proved to us in the game against the Kings this evening that he is fully prepared to take on what he's going to have to take on which is much of the responsibility probably for the success of this team at least from the
1: offensive end. Yeah, That's I mean go ahead. J- J- he he's for real. I mean I I didn't think he would have such a dominant start just in the uh, in, in his first game, but you saw it from the second he touched the ice tonight that he was going to be a difference maker and be everything he needed and for that I give it cheers to my man Kirill Kaprizov. A little Corona Hard Seltzer, a proud sponsor of Score North programming. So um We appreciate them. I thought he was awesome. I thought he was absolutely as advertised. I think you bring up a good point. Can we expect that type of performance every night? Maybe not. But you saw first and for like first and foremost that Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala, they're not flukes. They are legit. They they might have to drag this team, but their talent is for real. And we saw it with Kirill Kaprizov getting the overtime winner and a couple assists tonight. But You saw it from Fiala, too. There's problems down the middle. The team can't win a face-off. I liked what I saw from Cam Talbot, but the main takeaway is that Kirill Kaprizov is legit.
0: Yes, and so let's talk talk about um, what exactly impressed us, too, about him because the goal was a nice steal, a nice play. Uh, he, He actually tried to, I think, go forehand, backhand, or vice versa on the move on uh, Kings goaltender, Jonathan quick, and he lost control uh, and the puck still dribbled into the net. So that was a bit fluky, but still a nice play by Kaprizov. But what impressed me in the first three periods of this game decks was he to me is a, a first line wing who, because of the wilds deficiencies at center is playing de facto center in some ways. Mm, okay. And by that, I mean this. Look at the plays he set up. His two assists were <laughs> beautiful on the goals and if you go back and look his hands are great. Yep. His ability to to sense where guys are, his his hockey sense is great. This this goes back to why I think it's okay to apply pressure and I think they I think he probably likes that because he has the ability to Make plays. But I was actually more impressed by what he did from a facilitating standpoint to set those two goals up than the goal he scored, because that is going to be the absolute key. You are talking about a guy, I, I think, with elite hockey sense here and who can make plays. This team, which is now what, going into its 20th season of hockey. Has had how many guys who even like approach this? Gabrick, Gabrick did skill-wise. Yeah. Fiala's got great skills, but he doesn't have these skills. Like this, this guy should be, but by the time the 56 games are done, this guy should be one of the top all-around, not grinders or workers, but I'm just saying God-given ability to play this sport. He's got that, and and that goes back to the KHL. That goes back to Olympics, World Juniors. So I guess tonight, what he did tonight from his standpoint didn't shock me. What was so impressive though is it's the National Hockey League. It's Game One, and there was ne- there was zero shifts that I saw that Kirill Kaprizov looked overwhelmed or you, you thought, man, you know what? That's a, a lot. In fact, assist one. I absolutely I loved. I, I think it was on the Brodine assist, because on that play, Dex, Yeah, he went into the slot, basically. A uh, Carter hit him, not, not hard, but it, there was the threat of him being hit. Um, and that's a big boy play. Like, that's a play if you're 19, you're like, I don't need this. Um, but that, to me, w- was a big boy play, because that's a guy with elite talent, elite skill, who will take a hit. To make a play, and there are flat out I, I think a lot of skilled guys who probably would shy away I, I'm not saying that they wouldn't try to to make that play, but I don't think they would see that play through like Kaprizov did just to, to uh to uh, get to that brodeen goal
1: I mean Judd, the, the first goal of the game goes to Jonas Brodeen and that's fine I mean no one had Jonas Brodeen scoring the first goal. The main takeaway wasn't that Brodeen scored the first goal it was the play that set up that through yeah. tra- the traffic uh to to allow the Brodeen like good for Brodeen for getting a goal. But that was all Kirill Kaprizov drawing the traffic and going into the middle of the area where he wants to be. Um, I, I you, you saw the instincts, you saw the howitzer of a shot. Um, as I told you, without ever setting eyes on him or my own eyes on him in person, I wanted to know if the kid can skate. The kid can definitely skate. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally checks all the boxes that you want. And you know, yes is is he a more God given talented hockey player, and that is in a market that has been so starved for those guys since it since the hockey returned here um he, he's up there with Gabric and i think with Fiala um is he more talented than Fiala he he might be but i think what what Fiala has too that maybe gets a little un, unsung about is he's a confident player the swagger in Kevin Fiala when he was feeling it before the pause you it was palpable mm-hmm. and to be honest that's a room that doesn't have a lot of that swagger and doesn't, you don't feel that palpitation that heat that, that comes off of him. Um, so yes, I I'm maybe like somewhat turning this into also a Kevin Fiala appreciation game because he also had a, a phenomenal game. Did that shouldn't go unsung, but Kirill Kaprizov showed everything the wild have been waiting for us. So and they drafted him five years ago. I mean, was it hard dealing with the dang KHL for the last few years trying to get him over here? Yeah, it was difficult, but man, he's worth the wait. It, it is, it is everything you thought he would be.
0: Oh yeah, and if he comes here 5 years back Dex, he's not this player. I I mean, that's the thing now is you good you are point. basically getting now if not a a uh if not a f- final product, you're getting a player who is developed now, who's 23, who's grown up. Uh but yeah, so let's get okay, so Kaprizov, Fiala, definitely the good. Let's get into the dicey here. Okay. Um cuz th- this is an impressive Comeback, I think Cam Talbot played well. I don't think he was fantastic, but he, he made, I think, three or four quality saves in, in the third period that ended up being absolutely uh, key. I did not feel, as I tweeted and got pushback for mm-hmm. in the first period, I did not think, you know what, we're going to get a shot from the corner that's going to bounce off a breezer yeah. and it's going to bounce off Cam's head and go, go in the, the old uh, traditional doom nickel. Uh But the elephant in the room and this is going to be the case until it's addressed and i don't know that it can be addressed during the course of the 56 game season that the wild is embarking on and started on tonight to me is this the center um to your point in fact panda gave this stat i've got the stat here hold on a second give me two seconds and um because i i thought it it was intriguing. Uh, there was a point early in the third period where I believe it was the Kings had won something like uh twenty-one of the past thirty face-offs. I mean it yeah, was it was a domination. But, but I don't and and you know what we saw in the third period as well. We saw Victor Rask, God bless him, he scored, My promoted man. promoted to the first line and instead was bumped down to the fourth line. But the point being is this is going to be, I don't think this is an addressable problem. Like, I don't think that there's a a fix here. And you can play, if you want to reward uh, Rask, which Dean did clearly, that's fine, but he's going to be Rask, and he's going to struggle again here fairly soon. He just always does. But that's, that's the downside here. Because, you know, you've got Kaprizov, you've got, fiala you've got a blue line core that i think is pretty damn good uh but that being said i don't see a fix here until it's addressed via a trade or a player comes up which is not going to happen for quite some time um at that spot and i think it's just going to be a have to be a spot that you struggle through Uh, basically for at least the short term here in 2021.
1: Yeah, just in the offense, I mean, you you saw what Kevin Fiala and Kaprizov were able to bring tonight, and that's why I said off the the bat – if this team maybe gets in the playoffs, they're physically going to drag them in there. And when you saw them on the power play together, I believe it was in the second period. I mean, for God's sakes, they had six chances and it would have be been nice for them to convert, but I actually liked what they did for the most part. I mean, yes, Agreed. it would have be been nice for them to convert, but Agreed. I liked what they had, they had, what, three posts hit. They put traffic in front, a lot of high danger chances created. Yep. Um, you saw when they were on the ice during that power play, and that's why I hinted at That's why I, I asked you a couple weeks ago in the preseason there might come a time where both those guys have to be on the same line because they're that dynamic. And this team is so starved for dynamic offensive players. To your point, though, of possibly bringing up a center, and, and, and in this case, it was Victor Rask, who, yeah, had a very solid first period, um, gets rewarded with a goal in the third, gets rewarded going on the top line, it's nice to reward good things, but at the same time, you know that's not going to be a recipe for success. I thought mostly tonight, Judd uh, Johansson, the guy who I think is going to have a very tough year, did not have a, uh, have a very good game tonight. You saw Zach Parise after taking faceoffs uh, on every power play, which did not go well for him. I know yeah. he was very uh, he was a big minus tonight. Yes, I, I don't want to get too worked up over losing faceoffs, but when you're losing at this dramatic rate, and when you need a key win in an offensive zone. You got to have someone that can win that draw. And as much as we ragged on Koivu, and as much as Koivu has passed his prime, and I'm glad that error is done, that is why he played, power, played the power play because you, t- you knew he could win a draw. I'm more concerned, and I'm more satisfied with having two dynamic players like pre-soft and Fiala. I want to make that very clear on your power play like that. But oh, there, sure. might come, there might come a time where, especially if it's late and you need a goal, that you're going to see both those guys in the ice because they, they are that skilled.
0: All right. Simple question. And I'm dead serious. Okay. Can Kaprizov win a face-off?
1: I don't know. And I'm because, willing to try it after Because I
0: try it. Yes. I try it. And look, again, again, the thing to keep in mind is don't be concerned about giving him too much. He can handle it. Like, it's not going to be a a meltdown. Oh, my God, now you're asking me to win a face-off. I can't do that. So, <sighs> Parisi struggled there. I like the idea. I. I that yeah, first, I don't hate that it. That first power play, I like the idea. Yes, I, I would far prefer uh, to to experiment here and see if a winger can win a faceoff as opposed to punting and being like, "Well, Rask is going to be our center on the power play." No, I don't want that. Okay, Bukestead, same thing. Um, so if you can go, Kaprizov takes the faceoffs, which is fine. Parisi, who can certainly score power play goals uh, and is effective because. The one thing is until his his last day playing in this league, he's going to go park in front, right? Mm-hmm. Fiala has to be, be there. Um, I, I really like, and look, I understand this. Dumba defensively has his problems, right? But the power play idea of Dumba and Spurgeon, I really like that. So I guess my question is, um, since I probably wouldn't want to give Fiala this assignment, can Kaprizov go in the dot and win one? Because all I want here, Dex, is possession. Yep. Like, it doesn't have to be this great clean win. You don't have Correct. to be an artiste there, right? Yes. I just want you I want you to give me a chance to get possession.
1: Before I get to your point, a uh, guy, Michael, on the screen on our Facebook uh, page, watching this uh, comments, trade for Dubois, who and who may have been listening to Mackie and Judd uh, earlier this afternoon, Apple, Spotify, com and on YouTube. Yes. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, who is a player in Columbus that I threw in a reckless trade idea to you that we might even get into in another Judd's Hockey Show podcast. Um, he could be someone you maybe trade for, but just so you know, as I pull up his face-off stats, and this, again, I don't really put a whole lot of big stock in this, why you wouldn't trade for a guy. Right. He is a center, and he has only won 43% of his draws in his career, so he cannot win a draw either. That what being said, center? I love the idea. I we'll can put him this, in the middle of that line. We will kick this around, find our brief conversation on Amaki and Judd today. But yes, I, I love the idea of Zachary's a play in the power play. You can't take off the guy who is yeah. your most prolific power play score. And Zach's going to do all the little things in front of the net that can get you a big power play goal when you need it. Um, but I, I do think that when you have two guys, especially on the wing and Kaprizov and Piala who are great and a very talented, we saw that. You have someone like Dumba and Spurgeon who can both man that point and have a, have a shot. I mean, I, poor Matt Dumba. It's another. He had another post tonight. He had a ton of shots on. Virgin goal. Fiala, Dumba
0: had, had posts. Yeah, tonight. So yeah, uh, but Matt, poor Matt. But Matt defensively, you gotta bear down a bit here. Okay. Yeah, he had an that up first and down King's game. goal. Was yeah. not a good goal. That nope. first gig, and and yes, down. yes. I ideally, uh, Cam Talbot controls the rebound on that goal, and it, it does not get scored. Um by the Kings, but that being said, it's a face off there's if I'm not mistaken four seconds left in the in the uh period decks um Benino loses the draw. Carter drives the net, and dumba who who also had iced the puck it was a bad ice. it was a bad icing. You take the puck and move um he iced the puck. Carter drives the net and Dumba just sort of lost him or ignored him or something like that. That's not a good, you know, that, this year is going to be so short and so quick. And and because all your games are going to be going to be in in your division points are going to be at such a premium. You can't afford that. Um, So offensively, I think that Matt did some nice things, but you've got to execute your assignments there. And he did not. Uh, so that that did disturb me and again too late in the period there is no reason I don't think to ice that puck like take the puck and move that's fine but he just sort of lazily I thought dumped it off the boards and that that Declan Goff is a very old school wild play Hmm. that I want this team now to get past here's my goal for 2021 and Kaprizov is going to bring us a long way towards it. So it's doable. I want to like this team. I want to, I mean, they came back. Um, Kaprizov is great. Uh, You know, Marcus scored the game tying goal. I love how hard he works. He made the hit on Mata behind the net. I want to like this team. And I want to trust that this team is not going to continually find itself down by two goals, right? And I want this team to play hard. Because this team should play hard, it it's certainly not overall talented enough not to play hard. And I can only like this team if players do the things that they're supposed to do and don't get beat unnecessarily. Does that sound fair?
1: It does. Two things off off your point. Number one, going back to where you started with Dumba, um, I also think Ryan Suter had a pretty damn bad game today. Uh, you saw he was tired. You saw he has he, he he did not have his legs underneath him. Dumba had an up and down game, and and what the thing is with D- today, what you saw in the opening night of Matt Dumba is Matt Dumba in a nutshell. I mean, you, there's defensive lapses. There's there's great moments that where he's in the offensive zone, and you can tell he's going to make a humongous difference when he's on the ice. And you have to take those licks and wounds, basically, and understand that what he's gonna what he's gonna bring that's positive is going to offset most likely the negatives that he does. He, he's he's got deficiencies out on the defensive side, but mostly he's a player that's dynamic and that are a rarity in the NHL, on your point of liking this team and wanting to like this team. You saw them get outshot. You saw them lose a bunch of faceoffs, offs But, I mean, look at how the Kings scored their goals. First off, they made old Jeff Carter, for God's sakes, look like the Jeff Carter from eight years ago when they were winning Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. That's unacceptable. Um, all the goals that the Kings scored tonight just seemed like they were coming from sloppy situations. There was an ugly one behind the net. So you saw numerous moments where the Wild hit three or four posts, Created enough high danger chances that even when they were getting out shot and getting out possessed in, in the faceoff circle, um, you knew that in general you still felt pretty good. When they went down two goals, I still thought, well, the, they have every right to still win this game. And they had a great comeback there in the third period. And then obviously Kirill Kaprizov uh, is the hero once is is the hero for the first time. Um, I, I have a question to ask you here before we uh, before we wrap, but I I really think that even if they can't play this formula all the time, but if, if they're going to out-chance and out-possess teams, they'll eventually even that out a little bit.
0: Will they? Is, is that your point?
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, that, I'll get to another question here in a bit, but I, okay. I do think if, if, they, um, if, if they're getting out-shot and out like they were today, I mean, the Corsi and Fenwick were completely on lopsided towards the Kings, right. and they lost all these faceoff circles, you still saw enough high-danger situations from, from Kaprizov and Fiala uh, that that made it dynamic
0: yes and this and by by the way this is the valuable thing about being in the west division yes because you're going to get opportunities like this against let's go through the teams the kings the ducks the sharks coyotes probably right yep look like if you were if if you were playing a good team tonight I think you're dead I think you're done i I think the caprizov's still great but I think you're dead um
1: if you but- go down like that to the abs or Knights, you're dead
0: yeah. So, but but the point is the point is that there's three, in my opinion, good good teams in the Abs, uh, the Blues, and the Golden Knights in the West, and then there's you, and then there's the Coyotes who probably are, are as close to you as as um, possible, right? And then there's three teams in California that I think are all basically might be improving, but they're not improving right now, immediately. Uh by the way, I've got an uh, do I got a stat of the night for you. In fact, this should be sponsored cuz this yeah. is the this is a great stat of the night. Uh and this and Declan Goff, this might be the first time that this has happened in a long time. Okay. It might be a first in the career uh at, at least as a member of the Minnesota Wild for Ryan Suter. Time on ice tonight, okay? Oh, all right. The captain, the diminutive one, number 46, Jared Spurgeon, twenty-eight oh nine. Woo! The veteran, Ryan Souter, 23-10. Brodine, 25-25. When do you think the last time among wild defensemen was that the time on ice for suits trailed not one but two defensive teammates? I bet that has never happened since he signed here.
1: No, I don't think it has either. I mean, I, I really thought Judd. He had a pretty bad game, man. There was that moment in the power play where he he's on the short side. He has all night and day. And he doesn't pull the trigger. The yeah, power play ends. They yeah. go down to the defensive side. His mistake almost allows a goal. On the not the second on the second King's goal, I forget if Jeff Carter scored the second one again, but he gives Carter the entire lane. It's two on two. He has Brodeen on his help side and and he's still giving the player between him uh, 15 feet. So no wonder why the Kings players. I thought he had a really rough game, but uh, the ice time thing does come up to me uh, as something that's very interesting. Cause I haven't seen that happen in a long time.
0: All right. Uh, t- two more things before sure. we go. Okay. One, it, I believe that the wild and Kings are going to play a total of eight times uh, throughout the course of the season. And my guess is it's, it's going to be four at the X and four at Staples. <sighs> And I know that Staples has the Lakers and the Clippers, too. Uh, That ice was unacceptable. today. Yeah, it was pretty bad. The first period into the second was unacceptable Um, because the puck was bouncing. The puck looked like it was in quicksand. The players looked like they were trying to skate through quicksand. Uh, So first point is, is it's my opinion that the ice impacted that game and slowed it down, not the teams, for two periods. And and I thought that the first two periods were lacking. And yes, it's probably, I'm, I'm not trying to absolve the teams completely, but I am saying that ice was awful. Uh, the second thing is this. I have adjusted to fake crowd noise pretty well in baseball. <laughs> I've adjusted to it, I think, very well in football. And in fact, in football, what they do on like Fox and NBC and CBS is, is they play with the crowd noise that you hear at home, but the crowd noise that you hear at the stadium is much less. And it's it's white noise, but it's fine, okay? Uh, I've not attended a Wolves game yet to hear the crowd noise, but to me on Fox Sports North, on the telecast, it's actually well done. It's fine. Um, I, I've watched a ton of of uh, games now in, in the last two nights from the National Hockey League, and I will say this. Lose the crowd noise. It's It's bizarre. <laughs> Um, because, like, tonight on that Kings game, there were times where the Kings would be skating with the puck and the crowd would erupt or something. Yeah,
1: it was really weird.
0: It's like, it's weird. And look, we're all adults. It's cable or satellite or streaming. I would far rather hear the F-bombs. From, <laughs> and, and in hockey, you would hear them, which would be great. Um, but I don't think that there's a good way to to adjust crowd noise for hockey because of how the game flows. And like Jonathan quick at one point made a save or something. And like the crowd, they turned it up to a goal scoring crowd noise, just lose the crowd. Yeah, noise. It was really, it doesn't weird. work. It doesn't I don't, work.
1: I don't mind. No. I mean, look, I for hockey for the, maybe. Rest of the I still think it'd be really weird. I mean, it's going to be weird going to a game where it would be completely quiet. So I know that's going to be a little strange. No,
0: I think what you're hearing, I think what you're hearing in hockey is the crowd noise from the arena. Yeah. So, so like the the X will use crowd noise. Right. But my point is, I just don't. I don't think it works. Okay. Because like you're you're trying to in in baseball or football there's ebb and flow that's mm-hmm. very apparent. Yep. Um, in hockey, there's not besides goals because you know it's teams going back and forth and there's just no good way to do it. And it seemed and it sounded really weird. And then at times tonight it would go high, so it, it would drown out. Uh, Carter and LaPanta, and then they turn it too low, and it's just like just lose it. You know, it's not that like as a sports fan, I'd be much less offended if they just said, you know what, for this sport, it does not work. But anyway, the most important thing is fix that ice. Right. That that, that impacted the game negatively.
1: It was bad. That first the first 20 minutes was 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 absolutely horrible. Uh I guess last question for you as I as as we wrap up here. Um yes, can you remember a more Dynamic Minnesota sports debut in the, their first game than what Kaprizov did, and it doesn't have to have to be a rookie uh, or, or or just a free agent or someone who came in and just made an immediate impact. I mean, Judd, that that I mean, it doesn't get better than that with two no, game winning goal in overtime. I, I, I'm racking my brain trying to remember just dynamic debuts yeah. uh, from recent memory. You know, like Dalvin Cook had a really nice day, NFL debut, but it wasn't you know game changing. I don't remember Cat necessarily Moss. having a big game. That, that Moss had a really mind. good game. Moss did okay. against
0: uh, Tampa Bay in '98. Uh, Moss came in and had and kind of touched on it. I think I think it was from Brad Johnson. Um, I'm seeing what. Uh, okay, here's one. It, it's not. It's not. It's statistically great. Um, it, it's not as dynamic, probably, as what Kaprizov did tonight, May eighth, nineteen eighty four, Anaheim, California. A uh, four singles in his first I like big league that. appearance. I like that's that. That's really good, and mm-hmm. and of course that's you know basically the the start of, of what became a a great career. Uh, but I mean, this is I'm this was great. That this is fantastic. But what I loved is I just I love how dynamic this guy is with the puck, and I love I love the fact that nothing he did tonight to me felt fluky, right. Like it wasn't like, "Oh man, that's a great start, but he ain't doing that again, right?" Totally. I, and he never I mean, every time he got the puck decks, he it looked like he was comfortable, in control, um and he here's the weird thing. It never looked to me if this if what I'm about to say makes sense, it never looked to me like he was moving too fast like to hurry himself. Right. Fiala does that at times. He does. He's great, That's but there's mean. times where he gets to be anxious. Yep. Um, and I'm like, just calm down. Just, you know, slow, slow down because you're so damn good. Uh, there was never a time that Kaprizov had control of the puck on his stick tonight where I thought to myself, oh, he's going too fast. It was, it was like always in control. Yeah,
1: you you I mean, can see it. I ju- just I think that I t- I, t- I tweeted it out too that it, it's just a damn shame that we can't get fans in here. Um then maybe there is at, at towards the end of this at one day, but you can just see on the television how much of a difference the guy can make. Um hockey's one of those sports where it's so, it's very fun in person. I love seeing hockey in person. I love being up cool. up high and perched where where they are. And this
0: kid and this kid's shifts are yeah. going to be so much fun to watch.
1: Game, you can just Behind see the the block, It'll be fun to watch them. slow down so easily, and with someone like that is basically a surgeon on the ice on such a young age. Um, it is, it was 23? worth 23? Wait. it. Was worth wait. Twenty-three, an old man in hockey. It's right, but that's okay. Uh, do you remember Dino sister? debut. We're getting some comments to say Dino, uh, uh, the North Dino. Stars, possibly had a pretty solid name. debut there. Yeah, I, I. And just in terms of other wild players, I can't yeah. remember <laughs> someone coming in that may. I mean, I, I should not laugh. That's you know. I'm being a jerk, but Darby yeah. Darby scored the Wild's first goal. Yeah, but we're
0: talking about like dynamic debut, first games, right? Yeah, exactly. Like dynamic first games. Hold on a second here. I'm gonna look at Dino. You know, so, so he he came up in the in the year that the North Stars went to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, which was the eighty eighty one season. Yeah, but in his first game, so he he got called up, and his first game was on December the thirteenth, nineteen eighty, and he had no points. Now his debut. In, in that first year, as far as the whole thing, and the playoffs was fantastic. Uh, but we're talking like your first game. Right. Like your first time playing for, well, actually, you know, who, who had, I think, if you go back and check out the box score from, it was, probably would have been October of 89, who had a great debut, but the career here ended up being disappointing was uh, Herschel Walker as a Viking? Lost his shoe. I want to say the the Vikings were playing the Packers at the Metrodome, and I want to say he lost his shoe on the opening kickoff return, but he like returned it fifty yards or something. But but again, um, if we're just talking about a player playing their first game in a jersey or sweater in this town, uh, Puckett came to mind for me immediately. But this is definitely up there.
1: Honestly, Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Did, that's a good one. A damn good first game. Uh, first game Which of was US the second Bank, game, stadium? right? That's, second game of the season, the but first. Game. First at U.S. Bank Stadium, that's right against the Packers on Sunday Night Football. I, honestly, that is that might be one of his, his best games of his career. Not just uh, not it's, just the Vikings' debut.
0: Can you believe this team might finally have the player? Though I know, like think about it. We're twenty years in.
1: I know. Well, it, what's so what's frightening is is a team that's been so starved for dynamic players and 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 superstars this caliber. Is if you have like like Kaprizov's, obviously your crown jewel here. Sure. Kevin Fiala is, you know, next in line on the throne, if you will. Um, Someone like Matthew Boldy, who could be here in a year. Marco Rossi is still with the team. He probably still needs a year or two of seasoning. But now all of a sudden there's a plethora of guys that can change the complete dynamic of this franchise. And basically during the Parise and Soudo era, it was nice to see guys like Granlin and Nino have good years. And there was moments where it looked like they were going to be the supplemental pieces to build around for long-term playoff success. Didn't happen, yeah. um, but you can just see immediately. N- none of those guys: No. Granlund, Nino, Coyle. I was Zucker- going to say that. I agree. Completely. None of them. Granlund
0: was the only one that, that came close, and, and that sure. was more. And that was more when he was playing in Olympic games than here. Um, the thing about Kaprizov that separate in I think separates him from those guys is this too. Um, no. Aside from Grantland's goal against the Avs in the playoffs where where he scored at the X, I think he was diving. It's a great goal. Uh, But aside from a play like that, Grantland never consistently showed the skills that Kaprizov showed in one game tonight. And nobody else came close. I mean, Coyle, Nino, none of those guys came close. Like, we're talking about a skill set that you're looking at and saying, oh, my God. And there were times tonight when, when Kaprizov had the puck in the offensive zone and, and essentially sensed teammates uh, being there and made what amounted to, I thought, no-look no passes, where I thought to myself, 97, he looks like Connor Bleepin McDavid. Yeah. I really did. And, I mean, I'm telling you, I never saw, at least in a wild sweater, I never saw Granlund make a play where I thought, that's Connor McDavid-Ogretzky-like. Never. No. I no. never came close.
1: This is, this is exciting. Um, I'm you know, not going to
0: downplay this too. Like correct. I, I, I think you should be, I think you saw the start of something
1: special. I really do. I agree. I, 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 it was so much fun watching them. And even when they were getting out shot, losing those face-offs, there was still with those two on the ice. And when they were on the ice and Kaprizov and Fiala, Kaprizov, especially you could tell that this was, this is where the wild are going to be headed. It's It's where they're going. And I'm, very excited to watch more of this. I've, I really Who's the it.
0: center, Billy Garen? Who's your center?
1: Who's Here, your center? Is, is it Dubois? Is it Dubois? Would you make the trade? Pick up the phone? Yeah, I think I would.
0: I think I would. I, I said I would this morning.
1: Uh, I'm more in now. By the way, the asking price of what Judd and I said for that would be Matt Dumba and a first-round pick in this year's draft since the Wild are definitely going to own two.
0: So, With um. Pittsburgh. So, so I, I saw a piece on a sportsnet.ca today that, that was five potential landing places for Pierre-Luc Dubois decks. Uh, okay. The wild was not included, okay. but of the five teams, the trades were all a lot. It would probably be yeah. Dumba, a first round pick, and maybe a bit more. Sure, But but if he's the real deal, which I think he might be as far as, as his ability to plug in top six and ultimately top line center, you got to do it. But short term, I would give serious thought to on the power of play, having Kaprizov at least try to take face-offs because that skill set and those hands, you know, I mean, Zach, God bless him. Zach works his butt off. Zach does work hard. Yep. Um, but he doesn't have he's got good hands to score goals in front, but he doesn't have special hands. Kaprizov might have the magic hands. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there oh, because I like this idea. I, I What I don't want them to do, what I don't want Dino to do is be like, oh, let's give Rask a chance or let's give Bukestad. No, you're, you've got the right idea by taking those five and playing them. Suter not being on the first power play, good thing. Um, the three forwards, good thing. You just have to find a guy who can at least sort of give you a chance to get possession so, you know, 10 to 15 seconds aren't going off. The power play time while you chase the puck down to your own end—that's all. It
1: it kind of seemed like Bukestead was unnoticeable in a bad way tonight. Johansson too. Johansson too. To Johansson, was no, Johansson was was no, was noticeable and in a, also in a bad yeah. way. Yeah, I did not. I was not impressed with what I saw. At
0: he's all. Gonna, I'm telling you right now, he's going to get a shot at
1: center within, and I think the first two weeks. Yeah. Of the season. Well, I mean, for God's sake, Victor Victor Rask was out there on the first line first in line. the second-to-last, third-to-last shift before that power play.
0: I think Boots went and threw up, probably. He's yeah. Like, I,
1: what I, the hell? I think a lot of
0: people. I, poor Boots. Poor Boots probably saw Caprice up tonight. He's like, you should have given me a chance. Yeah. I could have been oh, great here. Oh, geez, woe is me. What are we going to do? I love Boots. All right, we are done. Um, uh, Mackie and Judd, happy hour. One-timer edition of Judd's Hockey Show. We'll be back uh, tomorrow, of course. Podcast with uh, Mackie and Judd, Dex producing as always, and also Purple Daily. And I have a feeling to start off the uh, Mackie and Judd experience tomorrow, Declan. We'll probably be talking about this Wild Club, and more importantly, pulling Phil into Kirill Kaprizov mania because it's going to start now. Justin Jefferson, move aside just a little bit, like not the whole way aside, but just a little bit. So. JJ and, and 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 Kirill can get in the same frame we will uh, talk to you later bye
1: and, and lastly someone did ask if we were going to be doing these regularly after wow games we will do them periodically I guess is probably the best way can you know if so you're we'll, not we'll doing
0: do anything the, these days so if you yeah. want to do them more I'm up for I, right. hey look if we've got a superstar on our hands I'm
1: all in yeah I am too I am too all right a couple, couple seltzers in Say it, Dex. All right. Pass your score.
0: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More. Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic the home depot how doers get more done